Welcome to the City Confessions. I'm Marianne Yip, a native New Yorker, and I'm here to discuss all the thoughts that go to the minds of people living in New York City. Since I'm a native who was born and raised in a city that never sleeps, I come across people who are constantly in a rush. I would like to take a moment to sit down and talk about what's on their minds and what keeps them up at night. So sit back and let's dive into these confessions of people I know and people I just met. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of the City Confessions. I am so excited because we are joined by Amanda Bible. She's an entrepreneur, a motivational speaker, a life coach, and a mom. And I feel like each title is like a full-time job in itself. So I have no idea how you do it, girl. But welcome. And how are you, Amanda? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here, Marion. Thank you so, so much for having me. Um, yeah, I'm sitting here uh, super excited about our chat today, and I'm currently stalking my son as he's napping on the monitor. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, oh life, God, of, life of a mom. <laughs> yeah, and this is your first child, correct? It is, yeah. It, his name is Julian. He will be Julian. nine months next week, and he's the absolute love of my life. I have oh, to say sorry to my that. husband, but you know, uh, Julian is <laughs> taking taking the cake right now, <laughs> as he should. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so why don't we begin by having you introduce yourself to the listeners? Tell us who you are, what you do, and because my podcast is called The City Confessions, can you also touch a little bit about your relationship with New York City? Ooh, I have such a love affair with New York City, first and foremost. But um, yeah, I'll give you a brief um, introduction about who I am, and I'll infuse some Manhattan into it. So um, hey, everybody, my name is Amanda. I am the founder and CEO of the Inner Beauty Bible and the founder of the Sparkle System Practitioner Certification where we certify women in NLP and coaching. So I am a corporate dropout. I spent about eight and a half years in Manhattan as an executive assistant in the finance industry, hedge funds, private equity. It was super glamorous. Um, but what I realized really fast is that there was no money or title that I would be able to attain that would really create that fulfillment on the inside that I was looking for because I knew in my heart of hearts that I was always destined for more than sitting at a desk and um, basically just helping someone else achieve their dream from behind the scenes. And for me, I started um, I started my, my path as an entrepreneur really early on. I think it was within my first year of being at my first desk job where I literally did everything under the sun to, I want to say, quote unquote, um, plot my corporate escape, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> which never happened to work for me. So I don't know if anyone else here was like a serial entrepreneur or anything like that, but I, I tried everything under the sun. I tried creating um, 
uh, organic scrubs from my kitchen. I grew the herbs. I tried to flip mobile homes. I started a window washing company. I tried making soy candles. Um, <laughs> I did everything and nothing ever worked for me because what I realized is that I didn't believe in my own success. So when I when I finally like hit that rock bottom, like that spiritual bottom, I was at a job in New York and I was also living there. So from the outside looking in, like everything looked perfect. Like I had the picture perfect life. We had the most incredible Manhattan apartment. It was my dream apartment. We had been living there for a couple of years, me and my husband. And I came home from work one day. It was January, 2019. And I had an ugly cry meltdown. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with what the ugly cry meltdown is, that's okay. You don't have to experience it. However, I did. And I experienced it to like the max where there was the mascara and the snot and, you know, the dry heaving. And my husband was sitting there and he's like, Amanda, you got to get your shit together. Like what the hell is going on here? And, um, basically I had just like felt that, that twinge of like, I just want to do something more and I didn't know how to do it or what to do. And it was like that spiral of like, I want to do it. I don't know how to do it. I've tried this before. What if I fail? All the things. Um, so that was when I kind of just did what normal people do at their day job and stalked other people's lives on Instagram and LinkedIn and all the things there. And I ended up enrolling in a personal development program that utilized um, neuro-linguistic programming, which is what I am now um, trained to train people in. So I ended up falling in love with NLP. It changed my life. The 30 days that I had experienced in that personal development program were the most impactful 30 days of my entire life. Um, I was able to redefine my relationship with myself, with money, with success, with business, and everything that would impact me in a huge way. And that's what sort of like opened the door to creating this certification because I didn't want to just learn what it was. I wanted to impact the world in a big way so that I can become a part of this ripple effect. Um, and when I started my business, I remember um, I would sit and this is where the New York piece comes in, I would literally sit in like Central Park or uh, there were courtyards um, right across from where my office was on 53rd Street. And I would sit there and just like daydream about what it would be like the day that I walked out of the building and I was like, peace out, corporate world, like the streets of Manhattan, you are mine, I'm going to slay. So um, I don't know. It's just been like an incredible journey. Um me and my husband have since moved out of New York City when the pandemic hit, and we are now living in our dream home in the suburbs of New York, and we see the skyline every day, and it's just something that has totally become a part of who I am and what I do. I've grown up here my entire life, so New York has always has a special place in my heart, and um, I can't wait to run a retreat there one day, so... Yeah, that's the story. Um, and I can talk for hours and hours and hours. So you can just say, Amanda, shut up. Let's let's continue. <laughs> no, this podcast is all about you. And I love, love hearing your story because I personally can relate. I have this conversation with my girlfriends like all the time about like, what the hell are we doing with our lives? Maybe, you know, we feel stuck finding our purpose. And I've also been the type to not be a serial entrepreneur, but I always wanted to like 
force myself to come up with a you know a business idea Mm -hmm. and I would be so obsessed with Shark Tank but I it never came to me you know I was like I don't know but I but I know if I find it I will you know go full force into it so I can relate to that I've done my little research and stalking of you and (laughs) I feel like you have a beautiful energy and I really wanted to know uh, how did you I guess Okay, first, correct me if I'm wrong. Would you consider yourself a spiritual individual? I would consider myself a spiritual individual, yes. Um, I I don't, like, go to – I'm Jewish. I don't go to, like, temple or synagogue, and I don't sit here for, like, 24 hours a day and meditate. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, I do consider myself spiritual uh, as it pertains to, like, the universal laws and manifestation. I do meditate, and I am connected, like, very, um, very much so to source. So, yes, I would say that I am a spiritual person, but I guess it depends on how you define spiritual. <laughs> which is why I love the way you defined it because you speak the same language as me which is why I feel like we are aligned so mm. with that being said I really wanted to know how did you get into that world and was it also through the same time that you had your breakdown moment and the personal development course or was it something that you developed even before then Yeah. So it was actually, I think the year prior, uh, two years prior. So in 2017, I actually joined, um, a company where it was like a side, side gig, I guess you can say. And one of the, um, people who was mentoring me at the time introduced me to Catherine Zenkina manifestation babe. I'm sure you've heard of her before. Mm -hmm. Um, and, I actually ordered one of her like 21 day challenge journals and inside of the journal, it came with like a four or five minute meditation that I was supposed to do every day for 21 days. And I had never meditated before in my life. Um, So I did it and it allowed me to quiet my mind for the first time in a very, very long time. Not that I ever had like um, major anxiety or anything like that, but I always was thinking and I was always overthinking. I was always thinking about the future or the past or like all the things, right? So in um, in those minutes, the four minutes that I would meditate every morning um, became the most important minutes, I believe, of like every single day. So I started to develop this routine of um, a very short meditation, again, because I just didn't have – you hear the um, excuse from a lot of people that they just don't have the time to invest in themselves sometimes. And I was one of those people that would say, like, I just don't have the time, especially because when I did start my spiritual practice, I was in the busiest season of my life. Um I just gotten engaged. I was getting married. I was commuting to work at that point. Like I hadn't um, gotten my apartment in the city. So I was commuting 90 minutes there and back. But um, I would spend four minutes a day and meditate. And it allowed me to experience this clarity um, around who I was, what I wanted, and what I wanted to create for myself. So that was like my first sort of um, tiptoe into spirituality and um, I guess meditation, right? And then I started to look at crystals and I started to read in on um, like what, you know, did you ever hear of the books, like the little bit of intuition, the little bit of chakras, there's like a whole series of them. So I started to read all of these little books about um, 
just my own personal intuition. And uh, I started to read the um, book, Ask and It Is Given. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one before, but it really started to dive into manifestation, the law of attraction and the universal laws. And I very quickly became obsessed (laughs) with it. And I started to really understand um, once I learned about NLP that the mind really is the science behind it. And it became part of my daily practice to tap and to um, understand where my mind was going and the meditation and then yoga became part of it and breath work and all the things. So it kind of was just like a evolution, if you will. (laughs) No, absolutely. That's like very similar to my journey as well. I feel like once you tap into one aspect of the spiritual world, um, it's like a domino effect, right? Mm-hmm. Then you get into crystals, you get into like, like you said, breath work. It's like this whole system that I mm-hmm. love. And speaking of systems, I would love to hear more about the sparkle system <laughs> because one, I love the name. <laughs> mm-hmm. And two, I do feel like from what I, I, I guess like interpreted from what the way you described it, it does have a little element of you know, like manifestation and all of that good, you know, good universal talk. So can you tell the audience what is the Sparkle system and then I guess the values and just how you created it? Yeah, I would love to talk about it. Um, so the Sparkle system is a neurolinguistic programming certification um, experience, I want to call it. So you'll, you get certified in NLP, hypnosis, emotional freedom technique, which is the tapping I was just talking about, something called time techniques, and also life and success coaching. Uh, basically, the way that I've uh, infused what I've learned throughout my bajillion years of trying to figure out everything in life is through my lens of NLP, I see um, I see it, it as the science behind manifestation. So basically, everything that we teach in the program is about channeling your higher self. It's about um, understanding how the mind works so that you can activate your inherent power to really utilize the law of attraction in a way that works for you instead of against you. Because if you are familiar with the law of attraction, then you know that it can work for you in ways that you want it to work. Or if you're not experiencing that energy and the internal um, frequencies from what you're trying to attract in your life, you'll go in the opposite direction, right? So we teach it so that way you can focus on what you do want. You can activate the law of attraction. Um, and then there's a really uh, strong business component to it as well because I learned throughout like the different certifications and the different programs that I had enrolled in over the last few years that there was this missing link between just becoming certified but also learning how to create a sustainable and long-lasting foundation for the business that you are wanting to create inside of your life. And then there's also this piece of personal development too because we we really emphasize embodiment and embodiment is where you become that magnet to your dream life. You become that magnet to the desired um, lifestyle that you're wanting to live, um, the desired business that you're wanting to create. So embodiment is really the first um, and most important piece of the puzzle because if you begin to be the version of yourself that you are essentially working towards, then you'll start to attract the people who you want to 
actually surround yourself with inside of your life. So, um, yeah, so the Sparkle System is like a really, really cool program where it's a major self upgrade, but then it's also uh, where you become actually trained in the tools that are completely changing your own life as well. I love hearing that. And I always (laughs) believe the universe brings people in your life for a specific reason at that particular time. And let me tell you, because... I've recently have been, I've always been into manifestation and I think there's different levels of it, right? Mm-hmm. I think you can like incorporate into your life and like visualization. But one thing that I started to do that truly, truly elevated that was like you said, not even seeing what your, you know, dream life is, but like already living it. And I know mm-hmm. that we hear that all the time, you know, you already have what you want, but aligning yourself like literally what your actions and thoughts and behaviors. So if there's a specific mm-hmm. lifestyle that you want, you can see it and you can, you know, work towards it. But it's also about the like, okay, for example, if you know the the lifestyle you want is this glamorous lifestyle, which is fine, right? There's no no judgment on that. Um, but what what does that person do? You know, how do even if like it's as simple as their morning routine, how they like their coffee, it's like all of these little actions, I started to realize, okay, I, I need to just embody that. But also, I think the key is making sure it aligns with who you are authentically, you know, mm-hmm. in your soul, that it's not just this facade of, or a person you want to be. So I just love that you mentioned that because that's currently the journey that I'm on. And it's a beautiful journey. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's definitely, there's hard times, especially on a self development self-love journey but it's a it's a journey thus far (laughs) I think journey is the best way to describe it and girlfriend you are completely speaking my language when it comes to (laughs) even just like the littlest things like how that higher self how your higher self takes Mm -hmm. your coffee I literally live and breathe that kind of work and that kind of um, awareness, I guess you could call it, right? Mm -hmm. Awareness or clarity even. Because Mm -hmm. what I started to um, notice too is that like I call my my higher self um, Posh Spice because obviously. I love that. Duh. I mean, who wouldn't want to be Posh Spice? She's just amazing, like in all facets of her amazing personality and like everything. But anyway, so when I think about like Posh Spice and how she runs her business and my version of Posh Spice, not like, you know, the Spice Mm -hmm. Girl, but like my version of Posh, I think about like how she runs her business, how she runs her day-to-day life, what what you said, like what her morning routine looks like, things like that. And I want to take a look at myself and see like, where's the disconnect here, right? Mm, Where is the disconnect? Because like, if I'm going down to start my day and I'm about to get in front of the computer and start diving into work and I'm sitting in my pajamas and I think about what my, my CEO self does, like she's not, she's not, she does not work in pajamas. Like she just doesn't work in pajamas because first of all, she just had a really kick-ass, heavy, sweaty workout. So she's in probably in her workout clothes, right? And um, so it's just like simple little things like that, even just where she eats her meal, you know? Is she picking food out of the refrigerator? Is she sitting and like, you know, made a really beautiful yogurt parfait that looks really pretty to eat? Like something just as simple as that can make all the difference in that, energy embodiment, I guess you can Mm. call it. (laughs) Yes. I love that. Okay. So I have to ask you, do you have a go-to affirmation at the moment 
or what is one affirmation that changed your life? Oh my gosh. So I love that you just asked that because um, (laughs) I'm like name dropping all over here, but I have a big obsession with um, affirmations. I love them. And I came across this really amazing um, woman on Instagram. Her name is Gabriella Rosie, and she has this affirmation deck called the Bad Bitch Affirmations. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, I didn't get it. <laughs> this is not a sponsored ad. But anyway, <laughs> so I have the deck right in front of me, and I actually pick one of the cards every morning. And today, the affirmation that I picked out of the deck is I am limitless, mm. which is huge. So I like just say that, like, I am limitless just let it sit for a second. Like I am limitless. Like what does that actually mean to you? And I typically journal around whatever affirmation that I pick out of the deck. So like I did um, a journaling activity, I guess you could call it this morning about how limitless I really am and how, because I am limitless, what I'm going to achieve this month. And then there's one that I actually just saw like as I'm talking about it right now, but it it says, I fucking love myself. And it's so interesting because one of the affirmations that changed my life was I love myself. I didn't believe it when I started saying it. And I don't know if you ever experienced that sort of um, (laughs) that sort of disconnect too. Like I just would always say to myself in the mirror, like I love myself and like it would just be empty words. And there was one day and I said it and like I felt it in my heart, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would say that that was the affirmation that changed my life as simple as it is. Um, because I said it every day and I just repeated it every day. And the day that I felt it, I just remember it wasn't an ugly, ugly um, cry of like fear and anxiety. It was more of like an ugly cry of like tears of joy, you know? Um, So yeah, I would have to say that that was affirmation that changed my life. You touched upon so many good points because I feel like when I was introduced to affirmations, I was like, that sounds so silly. Like, you want me, you're telling me to look in the mirror (laughs) and to say all these words to myself. And, you know, I had to force myself to do it. But there will be moments, especially for those listening who, you know, might be interested in it or still are skeptical about the whole, you know, the benefits. But I love that you said, you know, it's about consistently doing it. And Mm -hmm. I truly believe in like faking it till you make it. I know some people don't like that phrase or that, that concept. But I believe if you're literally feeding, right, your mind with these thoughts, and they're more often than not positive, there's something about I don't know, like chemically or like scientifically, something that happens where your body ends up instead of rejecting it, it just accepts it. And then it just becomes, it just becomes what it is. It's just a Mm -hmm. fact, right? So it's like no longer that disconnect. And then I also love that you mentioned about like sitting with the affirmation because I think one, I guess, mistake I made in the beginning was like saying it and then like letting it go, right? Mm -hmm. Like not truly receiving it Mm. and allowing myself to like you said sit with it and then I also love the fact that you do like a journal prompt based off of the affirmation because that is when you are diving deep right and then you your yourself is like identifying with what does that mean to me how does that make me feel Mm -hmm. how do I like relate to this affirmation and 
just like understanding it I think that's so beautiful so like I think I'm gonna try doing that and I definitely need to get that deck I feel like yeah you have to get the deck because I think the cool thing about it is that you're pulling a card and you're not sure what the affirmation is going to be that day Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you Mm -hmm. get to journal around that and um there's so many amazing things that you also just touched on and it had my like had the wheels turning in my mind and I'm like, hmm, how can I talk about how the affirmations sit, right? Because sometimes like what you were saying, like your mind can reject them and that is mm-hmm. absolutely the truth. And that's why sometimes affirmations just kind of like um, – Maybe people have people love affirmations, but also some people might be like, eh, I do them, but it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And that actually is something that I had experienced too, is like the affirmations were just like, again, like those empty words that I was saying and it just didn't like sit. So um, something that works really well is if you put the words I want to feel and then the affirmation, because then it becomes true right? It doesn't become false. It's not that false statement or that, those empty words anymore. You're now saying like, I want to feel like I love myself or I want to feel like I am limitless yeah. instead of just saying I am limitless. So it sits a little bit differently, but it actually becomes a, a truth statement too, which is yeah. really awesome. No, I like that because it also shows like what you're working towards, right? And then mm-hmm. when you truly embody it, you can just change it to like the present tense. Totally. So that's awesome. Okay, so I want to shift gears a little bit. And basically, we touch upon manifestation, affirmations, all of that, and I love it. But I want to get to know you like more in depth. And I guess Ooh. the question I want to ask <laughs> is like, what is keeps you up at night and it's funny because when I ask that I'm like duh like Julian probably does but like literally and as you're saying Julian he literally just stood up in his crib do you mind if I actually go and grab him go for it yeah 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 I'm gonna like put you on like it's gonna be two seconds I promise yeah don't don't worry take your time yeah so I know obviously I would consider yourself still a new mom um obviously I'm sure like Julian keeps you up at night but you know this question is more than that right I wanted to like truly get to know you and just like ask like is there anything on your mind right now that is stressing you out and I guess the follow-up question is like what is your biggest fear Um, you and I've never met and I know I'm a stranger, so I might be a little weird to, you know, answer this question, but I'm, I'm always fascinated by people's stories. And like I mentioned before, I always feel like certain connections happen because there's a reason. And I truly believe like I'm meant to have this conversation with you. I love that too. Yeah. (laughs) So it's so interesting that you asked that question because I, I'm the type of person where I'm always like, I'm always really positive. Um, I have a very, very solid mindset because obviously the work that I do, I of course do it with myself as well. Um, And there will be like a random time or day that all of a sudden I'll start to just, (laughs) I'll start to just experience all of these, um, self-sabotaging thoughts Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I'm human, right? Like you're human, I'm human. And of course that's normal to experience that sometimes. Um, So it actually just so happens that last night I couldn't fall asleep and I was experiencing just like those racing thoughts of, oh my God, 
What if I don't succeed? What if I don't create like this sustainable business? Which of course, like when I say that out loud, I just have to laugh because I've created a sustainable business. I've created a successful business and my mind actually goes to, um, I'm going to have to go back to corporate. (laughs) Mm. I'm going to have to go back to my full-time job if, um, if I don't hit my goals. And then I go into the, um, and then I won't be able to be a mom and I won't be able to be there for Julian. And then I won't be able to go to his soccer games and his baseball games and all the things. And, and I have to stop myself because there's no evidence that shows that that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would say that my biggest fear has always been around, um, what happens if this business doesn't continue to be as successful as it is right now. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I think when I was hearing you speak about that, I guess for me, I'm going to relate this back, you know, like to the whole spiritual world. But Mm -hmm. one thing that I started to notice is that, and I want to know if you can relate to this, when you're doing all this self-work, right? And you can see, like physically see and feel the progress that you've made. There will be moments, just like you said, you know, where at least for me, even I can relate to like the whole self-sabotage, the imposter mm-hmm. syndrome, the insecurities. And then I beat myself up because I'm like, wait, I worked so hard and I've been so dedicated on this journey. Why am I feeling like I'm falling back to this like lower frequency? And I think mm-hmm. it just goes to show, I know you were like, it's a journey. And it's so true because just because you have reached a specific quote-unquote level, you know, of peace, it does not mean that guarantees that you will never feel the lower moments ever again. Right. So I love, yeah. So what do you do in those instances to like remind yourself of, you know, that's not the case? Right. And you know what, it's, and I love that like everything that you just said, because again, like just because we have reached a level of success doesn't mean that anyone should be put on a pedestal because at the end of the day, we're all human, right? And we all have human experiences. We're all living the same type of human life where like negative thoughts do come in and that's totally natural and normal. And, you know, I don't think anyone could say that they've never had um, a limiting belief or they've done the inner work and all of a sudden like every fear disappeared because that's just baloney, (laughs) you know? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like like last night, for example, when I, I was experiencing these racing thoughts, and I think some of it had to do with, I don't know if you've ever had chocolate before you've gone to bed, but anytime I have chocolate before <laughs> I go to bed, I get like, it's I think it's almost like that caffeine thing where it like just keeps your mind going. But what I do is I, instead of just laying there staring at the ceiling, thinking about the doom and gloom and like, what if, and oh my gosh, the coulda, woulda, shouldas, right? I actually went downstairs. Um, I sat in my living room. I made myself a cup of tea and I started to catch the thoughts that I had coming in because sometimes when I experience the racing thoughts, I can't necessarily pinpoint what specifically is causing me um, that restlessness. And so I actually sat there with my phone instead of a journal. I sat there with my phone and started to create a text message to my husband because no one else would enjoy a text message at one o'clock in the morning from me, I'm sure. 
<laughs> so I started to list the different um, thoughts that were coming into my mind. And as I started to do that, I then put like a little dash mark next to it and discredited all of the thoughts. Like, how is this actually not true? How is this actually not true? How is this actually not true? And I looked at everything that had been coming in. And again, it was just that own human experience of experiencing that self-sabotage and going through and seeing that people do like me. I do have friends, you know, and that I do have a successful business. And like, I have been hitting my revenue goals and things like that. Um, it allowed me to just kind of like smile and laugh at myself for a minute because like it happens, you know? Yes. And I, I'm so happy you experienced that because I feel like this talks a lot about mindset and I know that's what you, you know, breathe. And I, one realization I had recently was, you know, nobody, and I, it, it might sound crazy, but like nobody has the power to make us feel any type of way. Yes. Like we're the ones who assign meanings to people's actions, to people's, you know, comments. And I didn't realize that. I'm like, oh, I feel this way because, you know, this person said this. But it's just us either projecting our insecurities. It's us applying meaning. And once you shift that mindset, it's like your whole life changes. Like, I don't think people realize the power of the mind. Just being so careful of like what you feed into it because that literally becomes your reality, which is like crazy. It sounds so simple, but it's so true. It is honestly, it is so simple. And again, like what you said, like everything that we're experiencing is just data, right? And Mm -hmm. our minds, our filters, our experiences, the way that we're perceiving things are essentially how we assign meaning to that data that we have um, coming through all of our senses. Like, um, again, like the people can't make you feel a certain way or if someone gives you a certain look, their their intention behind that look could have been completely innocent. And because maybe you've experienced something in the past where that look meant something else, you're assigning that meaning to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we are almost wrapping up and my podcast is called The City Confessions. So I don't know if you saw this coming, Amanda, but I would (laughs) love for you to share a confession and let me, you know, a quick disclaimer. There's no right or wrong, good or bad. It's a judgment-free zone, but I thought it would be fun to just get, oh my God. (laughs) No, don't be sorry to just get my guests to share a confession. So what, however you receive this and whatever you're comfortable sharing. But if you can, Amanda, what is your city confession? Ooh, I used to be obsessed with New York City nightlife. <laughs> is that like a confession? I yeah. really lived and breathed the club scene at one point in my life, which... <laughs> It's funny because I look back at it now and I'm like, who was that person? I would, you know, go out like the totally like Jersey style fist bumping and going to like all the clubs and stuff. But now that I am like a mom and married, who is that person that used to do that? It's so funny. And I'll even experience some like envy sometimes when I like look at other people like going out and like clubbing and like being in the scene. I'm like, dude, they, they're living the life. And um, yeah. You know, but yeah, that I I used to love that. It was like me. <laughs> that was like I feel life. you. I can't even wear heels. Like 
how I don't know if you went <laughs> clubbing during meatpacking district, but those cobblestones are no joke. And like, I don't know how I didn't like end up in the with hospital, a broken ankle. Like, yeah, six inch heels. <laughs> walking, I, I called the cobblestones yes. the sea of death. <laughs> oh my god! And like, without short dresses, and like, mm. who did we think we were? I don't know, but so it's okay. Funny. <laughs> That is hysterical. I can, I totally feel that when you're saying it too, because I remember like holding hands with my friends as we we crossed the street. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Um, The good old days. But no, it's a new chapter. The new chapter in your life. That is absolutely true. And you know what? One day maybe we'll uh, go reminisce and get out in the meatpacking district. (laughs) Dude, that'd be so funny. They'll be like, who are these old ladies? Oh my God, right? Okay, so I want to take a moment right now to just send you gratitude, love, and light. And I said this before and I'll say it again. I really do feel, <laughs> don't freak out. I, I feel connected to you energetically. I um, and I want to give a shout out to Hannah because she did mention, she's like, I think you guys will like hit it off that you guys have the same energy and values and belief. And it's so true. So I want to take a moment to just like acknowledge you showing up, um, you know, with your schedule and basically penciling me in and carving out time to speak with me and my audience because, you know, time is something that we will never get back. So I want to thank you for spending this morning with me. Um, I had so yeah. much fun and I want to thank you for inviting me to be on the podcast. I agree. I think that our energy definitely aligns and uh, this was such a fun conversation and I'd love to chat more about like all the things again. Yes, absolutely. And this is your chance to plug away. So can you tell the audience, you know, where they can find you? Obviously, I'll leave all of your information below. But also, if you have any secret projects that you want to tease, um, what can the world be on the lookout from you, Amanda, within the next two months, in the next year? Just what are you currently working on? Absolutely. Um, so right now, we're actually in the pre-launch phase for the next round of the Sparkle System cohort. So we are now accepting applications and students to um, join us inside of the certification experience. So you can find me at Inner Beauty Bible and uh, you can send me a DM. I answer all messages if it is something that piques your interest. And a secret project that I am actually working on right now is I have um, a private Facebook group. It's more of a inspirational community that I founded with my sister and we are offering um, a membership component to it for anybody who is a business owner or an expert that wants to share their voice um, in a platform of women and um, people who identify as women who want to hear um, just all about being inspired, um, learning about business, learning about confidence, mindset, manifestation, all the things. So we accept applications for people who want to stand on stage and share their voice and teach some awesome workshops. Yeah, I will leave all of that in the description. So for everybody listening, be sure to expand the show notes. And my final, final, final question for you is, what is the one thing you love most about yourself? I love the fact (laughs) that I have been able to balance business and mommyhood 
and just give a hundred percent to both of the things um and being a, being a wife of course but i also just really love the fact that i was able to create this incredible human named julian um he is so special so that's what i love most about me <laughs> yes. hats off to you because like i said i don't know how you do it i don't know how people just like in general who are moms and entrepreneurs and work full-time jobs do it it's definitely a job that i don't think gets enough credit so know that me and everybody else who's listening, we we see you, okay? Oh, thank you. And I receive that. I totally receive that. Yes. All right. Well, this has been such a lovely conversation, Amanda. Like I am like uplifted, even though I was already entering this, you know, in a really good mood. I feel like my spirits are just like even more so like activated. So thank you so much for that. (laughs) And for everybody listening, thank you so much. Again, I'm having all of Amanda's information in the show notes. So be sure to follow her because I'm sure you will, you know, receive the beautiful energy that she emits just like I have. And yeah, with that being said, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. And for those listening, I'll see you next week for the next week's episode. Yay. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Bye.